from Australia. This is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au. Hello there, I'm Graham, VK4 Baker Baker with the August 7 edition of VK's National News Broadcast from your Wireless Institute of Australia on VK1WIA. WIA Director Greg Kelly's board talk last week concentrated on our QSL Bureau. Now, one of the benefits that the Wireless Institute, the WIA, provides its members is the QSL Bureau service. So if you're not yet a member, go to wia.org.au and do your bit today. Also last week, President Scott told us of the sad passing of VK3KM. We now have the funeral arrangements for John Martin, VK3KM. John's funeral will be held Monday, August 15 at 1pm at the Heritage Funeral Home, 733 Baronia Road, Wantuna. If you are attending, please email edvk3bg so that the funeral home has some idea of numbers to enable seating arrangements. Now, Ed's email address, vk3bg at wia.org.au. Now, each week we do have rostered WIA directors bringing us news from the WIA on happenings at board level. They are in rotation. So next week, August 14, is Lee VK3GK. Chris VK3FY joins us August 21. Now, that'll be during the news hosted by the Australian Ladies Amateur Radio Association, ALARA. But this week, Peter VK8ZZ, WIA Secretary and Board Member reports. In 2020, the board of the WIA supported the BNAR-1 small satellite CubeSat mission, which was launched from the International Space Station by Curtin University. BNAR-1 is a one-unit CubeSat currently in low Earth orbit and was a technical demonstrator of in-house developed hardware that aimed to become a repeatable platform for research and educational purposes. This year, the board of the WIA agreed to support the upcoming Mission 2 that will see satellites BNAR 2, 3 and 4 be deployed from the International Space Station in the same way as BNAR 1, that is, into a low Earth orbit. A subsequent Mission 3 will follow about a year later with three more CubeSats, also to be delivered into a low Earth orbit. Part of the BNAR mission is to try to make it easier for young, enthusiastic students to learn more about and how to use amateur radio in a way which directly relates to STEM. We believe that this specific use of amateur radio is a fantastic crossover opportunity for education and encouragement of STEM. Previously, young students were constrained by resources and current program wants to provide a platform where students both high school and university, can learn about amateur radio, spacecraft, their operations and science experiments flying on board the spacecraft. The satellites in Launch 2 will be BNR 2, 3 and 4. will have a multi-band radio capable of operating in the amateur band. The radio frequencies are allocated in the 70 centimetre amateur radio satellite band and as required by local and international regulatory bodies, will be coordinated through the International Amateur Radio Union with the support of the Wireless Institute of Australia 
as the National Association for Amateur Radio in Australia. The main purpose of the amateur satellite band allocation onboard satellites in launches two and three is to provide a platform to educate high school and university students on satellite technology. This has been WIA Secretary and Director Peter VK8ZZ, almost recovered from COVID voice loss. Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. On the Sunshine Coast, it can be heard from the following locations on our linked repeater system. Mullaney, 146.850, Noosa Heads, 146.825, Black Mountain Karoi, 146.975, and Echo Link Node 316084 or VK4WIS-R from 0900 Local every Sunday. I'm Gordon, VK4VP. Now, international news with Jason, Victor Kilo 2, Lima Alpha Whiskey. Hello, leading this week's international news from Region 1, ARDC grants €99,915 to Finnish Ham Radio Club. Finland's National Amateur Radio Society, the SRAL, reports the Oscar Hotel 2 Charlie Hotel Radio Club applied for and got a grant of €99,915. The SRAL say Amateur Radio Digital Communications, ARDC, is a private foundation whose mission is to support the science and technology of amateur radio and digital communications. The almost $150,000 Australian dollar... €99,915 grant is for the implementation of an independent 5 GHz IP backbone network focused on amateur radio services connecting digital and analogue repeaters, maintained by the club together, and enable access to AMPR net services and the internet. In news from Region 2, radio seized for interfering with police transmissions. In Texas, authorities cracked down after a handheld radio caused emergency interference with police transmissions. Mike Askins, KE5CXP, speaking on AR Newsline, said that it had operated for months on emergency frequencies used by the Young County Sheriff's Office. According to local media reports, the transmissions on dispatch channels often included voices of a man, woman and some children yelling at each other and the sounds of a barking dog. A story in the Olney Enterprise newspaper said that the police were so hampered in using their own assigned frequencies that they often had to use cell phones instead to communicate. Sheriff Travis Babcock contacted the Federal Communications Commission which provided him with an official statement to read on the emergency channel but that failed to bring the transmissions to a halt. The news report said that on July 8th, two officers patrolling in their car heard the unauthorised traffic and were able to track down the radio and its owner. It was not clear what charges would be filed against the owners of the radio, which is now the property of the County Sheriff's Office. Charges could range from a misdemeanor for interfering with public duty to a federal offence for interfering with emergency communications. On July 28, Innovation, Science and Economic Development Canada, ISED, released an update to a very important document for Canadian radio amateurs. The document specifies what frequencies they may operate on and with what bandwidths. There are two major new additions to the Canadian spectrum. 
472 to 479 kilohertz, also known as 630 metres, maximum of 5 watts EIRP, using emissions with a maximum bandwidth of 1 kilohertz. 5351.5 to 5366.5 kilohertz in the 60 metre band. Canadian amateurs are allowed to run a maximum of 100 watts ERP using emissions with a maximum bandwidth of 2.8 kilohertz. The new 60 metre band is in addition to their existing fixed frequency allocations at 5332, 5348, 5373 and 5405 kilohertz. Canadian amateurs are unique in having authority to use 100 watts ERP on the four spot frequencies and on the new 15 kilohertz segment. Bridge works ahead. SpaceX and NASA have delayed the launch of the next US crew flight to the International Space Station to no earlier than September 29, allowing time for ground teams to replace an interstage on the mission's new Falcon 9 booster after it was damaged during transport. The Falcon 9 booster stage riding horizontally on a truck and trailer struck a bridge during the trip from SpaceX's factory in California to the company's test facility in Texas. And in news from Region 3, radio broadcasting still crucial in Sarawak. The Borneo Post reports on the importance of radio broadcasting in Sarawak. The newspaper says radio broadcasting has imprinted a profound effect on society since its conception in the early 20th century. In despite of the emergence of digital platforms, it remains one of the most powerful communication tools up to this day. According to Radio Television Malaysia RTM, Sarawak radio services in Sarawak continue to play an important role in reaching out to the masses, especially in the rural areas that have yet to have digital accessibility but can be reached through receptions on bands, waves or radio frequency transmissions either via FM or shortwave. The shortwave band is still needed, especially in the interiors for the delivery of information and to keep listeners up to date about what's going on, the Borneo Post said. For VK1WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, operational news with Felix, VK4FUQ. Hello there. Now, contest-wise, 2022. WIA, RD, or a Memorial State Contest, Saturday, Sunday, August 13, 14. Alan VK4SN joins us now with some great news. Remembrance Day contest, where we remember those 26 amateurs who paid the supreme sacrifice, is on next weekend. Saturday the 13th at 0300 Zulu is the kickoff time, running through till 0300 Zulu on Sunday. Categories are single operator, single operator QRP, multi one and multi multi, using phone, CW already, or mixed mode. Contacts can be reworked after three hours have elapsed. There are no blocks in the RD, just three hours between the same contact. If you're in it to win, then stay up for triple points between 1am and 6am local time. VKCL Logger and N1MM Logger are the preferred logging software. Make sure you're running the latest version, 4.15, for VKCL Logger. 
Team nominations are coming in, so if you wish to create a team, then email me, vk 4 November at wia.org.au with your three operator call signs and address for certificate mail-out. A team consists of any three stations using a single transmitter, that is a single operator or a multi-operator single radio station. Just submit the log as normal and your submitted team scores are added together by the manager to produce the team results. Remember to send your login within two weeks after the contest ends. Many thanks and good luck. This is Alan, VK4, Sierra November. Alara Contest, August 27, 28. For more than 40 years, wilds here in the land down under have been hosting a contest that doesn't just involve scorekeeping, it also encourages international communication. Our WIA News Editor explains how it works. Yes, there are awards to be had in the 42nd contest sponsored by the Australian Ladies Amateur Radio Association. There are even certificates and trophies, but organisers want participants around the world to know that the real goal of the 42nd annual Alara contest on the 27th and 28th of August is to get all licensed ham radio operators around the world, OMs and YLs alike, talking to one another by spotting on the clusters and even on Facebook. All the competitors actually work together to make it easier to make those important contacts. Competition? Yes, but friendly competition. Be listening too for some of the newest licensed YLs, as well as Girl Guides and Scouts. Some contacts are expected to be made on Echolink as well. Visit the Alara contest page for more details. The link is in this week's text version of the newscast script. That's where you'll find the rules and any other details you need to know to get into the contest. I'm Graham Kemp, VK4BB. WIA NZIAT Oceania Contest. Phone, first full weekend in October, 0600 hours UTC Saturday to 0600 hours UTC Sunday. CW, second full weekend in October, 0600 hours UTC Saturday to 0600 hours UTC Sunday. Log deadline for all logs, 31 October. WIA VHF UHF Field Day is spring. At 100 hours UDC Saturday 26 through 059 hours UDC Sunday 27 November. DX window. PC2F will be activated as PF01 Max until the 20th of November. Over the 22 Grand Prix weekends of this year's FIA Formula 1 World Championship. For PF01 Max, your QSL via PC2F either direct, via the Bureau, Logbook of the World or Rear QSL. BBC Centenary Special Event, GB100 BBC. Members of the BBC's Radio Club, the London BBC Radio Group, have been operating the special event call sign GB100 BBC to help celebrate the BBC Centenary Year. Danish DX Group celebrates 50 years. The Danish DX Group, DDXG, was founded in 1972. To celebrate the 50th anniversary special event station, OZ50 DDXG is on the air until December 31. We radio amateurs around the world can obtain the anniversary award by having contacts using CW, phone or digital modes with the anniversary station OZ50 DDXG. The anniversary station may be contacted once on each band and with each modulation type in every month. Each approved contact counts one point. This year, about two-thirds over, has been a good one for members of the Irish Radio Transmitter Society. HEMS have been using the special call sign EI90IRTS to mark the ninth anniversary of the founding of Ireland's National Society. Listen for the EI90IRTS call sign throughout 2022. 
QSL for AI6AL. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FU QNingham. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with Cole, VK3GTV. Hello, first up, it's worldwide special interest group news and summits on the air, worldwide flora and fauna program, parks on the air and other adventure groups. The annual winter trip to the Bogong High Plains is on for 2022. Let's get, firsthand, the cold hard facts. Hi, this is Stephen, VK3SN. The annual winter trip to the Bogong High Plains is on again for 2022. The snow-covered Victorian Alps will be activated during a four-night cross-country ski tour from Friday the 5th to Tuesday the 9th of August. The team will include VK3SN, VK3GT, VK3FIRH, VK3FMAW, VK3PCZ and VK3HUW. The team are hoping to operate FT8 as well as single sideband on 80 metres to 10 metres and FM simplex and uh, repeater work on 2 metres and 70 centimetres. All essential gear is carried and the radios are powered by ultra-light solar panels with lithium batteries. Past trips have involved operating from igloos and several remote peaks, so listen out for the team and work them if you can. For further details, see www.vk3sn.net. We hope to meet you on the air. Thanks so much. This is Stephen, VK3SN. Thanks, Stephen. Now to Alara. Make sure you let every YL you know that again this August... The Alara members will be hosting this, the WIA National News, on August 21st, so that's in a fortnight's time. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. NASA's Shane Kimbrough, KE5HOD, retiring after 18 years as an astronaut. NASA has announced the retirement on July 31 of astronaut Shane Kimbrough, KE5HOD. The retired U.S. Army colonel spent a total of 388 days in space landing him fifth on the list of record holders for cumulative time in space for all NASA astronauts. He flew three different spacecraft, the Space Shuttle, Soyuz and SpaceX Crew Dragon, and he performed nine spacewalks during his space flights. KE-5HOD was recently the commander of NASA's SpaceX Crew-2 mission to the International Space Station, the second long-duration mission for the Crew Dragon spacecraft, and the longest space flight for a U.S. human spacecraft. Throughout the mission, Kimbrough and the Expedition 65 crew performed more than 250 scientific investigations designed to benefit all of humanity and help future exploration. The Webb Telescope sustains uncorrectable damage. With more, here's Bruce, VK3FFF. The James Webb Space Telescope, which recently transmitted its first colour images to us here on Earth, has suffered serious damage following a micrometeoroid strike. Scientists said in a recent report that the impact sustained in late May may have disrupted the space telescope's operation more than first believed. The scientists wrote that they believe that the problems are not correctable. 
Their biggest concern is the long-term effect on the primary motor, which scientists believe will be degraded as a result of the meteoroid strike. Thanks, Bruce. Still on Space News, some operating tips for FM satellites. Recent abuses on AO91 and continued bedlam on FM satellites generally have raised a growing number of complaints among operators and control stations. AMSAT North America has published some tips to help everyone enjoy these satellites and avoid being labelled as a bad actor. Most importantly, listen. These satellites are almost always busy when overpopulated areas. If you aren't hearing activity on the downlink, it's unwise to make a blind call on the uplink frequency. Getting into the satellite is often easier than hearing it, so make certain you copy the downlink before transmitting. And no CQs. FM satellites have a single channel and many stations are attempting to use the channel in a limited time. There's no time for calling CQ or for repeatedly announcing your own call. Instead, listen for stations already active on the pass. And when you have an opportunity, make a call to a specific station you wish to work. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, ILLW, Isle of Man. The Point of Air Lighthouse is an active 19th century lighthouse at the Point of Air at the northeastern end of the Isle of Man. Dale, EI7HDB, along with members from the Isle of Man Amateur Radio Society, will be activating the lighthouse IM0001 for the weekend of 20th and 21st of August for the Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend. The club call GT3FL will be used for the event and they hope to be active for the full 48 hours. The station will be live on 80 metres through to 70 centimetres, operating CW, SSB and digital modes. So please listen out for them. EI7HDB will arrive on the Isle of Man on the 14th of August to set up the station at the Point of Air Lighthouse, and he'll be active on most bands as MD slash EI7HDB between the 14th and 19th of August. So listen out for him especially if you're looking to get the Isle of Man in your log. The group posts up-to-date information on Facebook. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Rescue Radio. VK4 listeners to Q News and those hearing it via Tony, VK7AX's site, heard this last week, but for the rest of we hams around the globe, listen up for Mark, VK4DMH, for the Gold Coast Amateur Radio Society. The Gold Coast Amateur Radio Society was asked to help with radio communications at the recent Kokoda Challenge. The 96-kilometre course, with around 3,300 participants, mostly walking and a few jogging, passes through some very isolated bushland walking tracks in the Gold Coast hinterland. Checkpoint 3 had no radio coverage for both emergency services and commercial two-way radio, and no mobile phone coverage. Checkpoint 4 had limited commercial two-way and mobile phone coverage when you stood on one spot of a hill. The Gold Coast Club did some field tests before the event, then set up a 2-metre, 70-centimetre radio network, with 40 metres being used as backup. Seven amateur radio operators were positioned at three of the checkpoints, a mountaintop radio relay site and the event's joint operations centre. Ralph, VK4GCR, was at the heavily rainforest checkpoint three and handled numerous requests for assistance. One particular request was a priority medical case where amateur radio was used to request an ambulance and relay vital medical details between paramedics. Peter, VK4LUB, Aidan, VK4APM, and Nigel, VK4AMP, 
were positioned at checkpoints 4 and 6 and used our radio network to request transport for exhausted participants, do welfare checks and follow up on a few people that had gone missing. Jamie, VK4XD, and Jeff, VK2DLA, looked after the mountaintop radio relay site, where a two-metre repeater was used in the club's communications trailer with an antenna on our 11.2-metre pneumatic mast. This allowed the three checkpoints to communicate directly with myself, VK4DMH, back at the Joint Operations Centre. All of our team members were pleased with their work for the day and reported great cooperation between amateur radio operators, the events organisers and emergency services. The Kokoda Challenge Management have already asked us to help again next year. This is Mark, VK4DMH, for the Gold Coast Amateur Radio Society. Next up, it's Worldwide Special Interest Group's Yota, Youngsters on the Air, 10th Yota Summer Camp Croatia 22 Award. As Alec, VK2APC, has told us over the past months, the 10th Yota Summer Camp will be held in Croatia this week, August 6-13. But did you know that you can be part of the event? The organisers, as well as all worldwide attending teams, are looking forward to a week of training, fun, and most importantly, new friendships. Yota Team Croatia established an award which everyone can achieve by working the youngsters on the air during the Summer Camp 2022. This award is awarded based on a defined number of points. Each QSO has to be with a 9A Yota station. These have a suffix Y-O-T-A. Valid QSOs will be made from August 6th to August 13th, 2022. Youth Mentorship Program launched by Radio Club of America. The world's oldest wireless society has launched a new mentorship initiative to encourage youth to tap into wireless and STEM-related careers. With more Yota details, it's over to Alec, VK2APC. Youth Mentorship Program launched by Radio Club of America. The world's oldest wireless society has launched a new mentorship initiative to encourage youths to tap into wireless and STEM-related careers. The Radio Club of America Mentorship Program will provide opportunities for young professionals to learn from the experiences of more seasoned RCA members. After completing an application to participate in the year-long program, interested members will be contacted by a mentorship committee and then matched with an appropriate mentor or mentee. A set of guidelines for both mentors and mentees include setting a series of specific goals defining expectations and honouring diversity, equity and inclusion in the program. RCA recognised that an important new value for our membership was to have our more experienced members provide help to members who are relatively new to the wireless industry, said John Falesa, RCA President. For VK1 WIA National News, I am Alec, VK2 APC in Sydney. Now back over to you, Cole. Thanks, Alec. And that wraps up this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Till next time, stay safe. I'm Cole, VK3GTV. Across Australia, from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In southwest Western Australia, it can be heard on 160 metres on 1845 kHz at 0600 local time during summer and 0700 local time during winter. I'm Phil, VK6 Golf X-Ray in Kijikana. 
Hey, the social scene's here already. NVK4, the Redcliffe Club car boot sale, happens Saturday the 20th of August, 9am at the clubhouse, McFarlane Park, Klinger Road, Kippering. In VK5, it's the AREG car boot sale, September 3, David Roche Park at Kilbourne. The Amateur Radio Experimenters Group, AREG, are holding their first annual Adelaide Amateur Radio and Electronics Car Boot Sale, Saturday, September 3, 10am at the David Roche Park. It's in Cromwell Street. Entry, $5 for buyers and seller car park spaces from 10. There will also be commercial vendor tables, amateur radio displays, plus door prizes and much, much more. Now, for more info or to secure a seller's spot, check out AREG's website, areg.org.au and the date again make a note of it September 3 September 18 in VK4 it's Sunfest happens at 10am Mountain Creek State School VK6 it's Perth Tech October 21-23 Rosebud Radio Fest November 20 in VK3 and in 2023 Alara Meet 2023 November 4 and 5 in Hobart now, till next we meet, I'm Graham VK4BB. This is VK1WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. From Australia... This has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.